This is Strange and Familiar, where seniors share stories from back in the day and teens reflect on their tales of love, hardship, and humor. I'm Leah. I think it's important for kids to have good role models, role models that look like them as well. When I was young, I really liked Lilo and Stitch. I could relate to her and I wanted to be like Lilo because she was quirky, didn't have that many friends. Her comebacks were like very smart. I also had role models like Frida Kahlo. I had a pin saying, what would Frida do? She was sick for a lot of the time that she was alive. Even as a kid, she was very ill. She got hit by a bus. They said that she couldn't walk ever again, but she did. Now I connect to her because I had back surgery. I have rods in my back and she had rods in her back too. And her paintings show her pain in such a raw way. Because of all these role models, I could see myself doing stuff besides just being a beautiful woman. They were very beautiful, but like were doing something that was changing the world or their little world. On this episode, we'll meet Lucy and Layla. I'm Layla and I'm 18. Um, my friends would describe me as very outgoing. They'd also describe me as maybe shy at the same time. Lucy is very talkative. She's very intelligent. You can have a conversation with her about anything. You watch politics? I like Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton? Hillary Clinton said, from this so far, we can't go back. We've come so far, we can't go back? Yeah. That inspired me. That's a good quote. Thank you. When I first met Lucy, it was very hard for me to understand what she was saying. I was born in 1945 in Scotland. Scotland? Just because her accent was very strong and she had a low voice. The more time I spent with her and the more I listened to her and the more I actually paid attention to what she was saying, the more I understood her. So it did become easier with every time we spoke. Can you start by telling me your name? Lucy? Okay. One thing I did catch on was when she mentioned Robert. And that was kind of when I realized that Lucy was Robert, like she was transgender. If Dr. Mohan didn't like it, it's a mother people. They didn't, they didn't like that you wore dresses in public? Yeah. So what did you do? I dress unisex. Oh, unisex. When did you um, transition? In? A long time ago. But to keep it hidden. That wasn't like my first impression of her. And that's not something I've like ever heard of or ever been around. I don't have any transgender people in my life personally. Were you surprised at how open Lucy was about being trans? Many of the other seniors were sensitive. Certain topics brought up a lot of emotions for them. So I wasn't sure if it was something Lucy wanted to talk to me about. But she was actually very open about it and it did surprise me. All her friends were girls as a kid. The boys used to bully her. 
How about boys? Did you did you talk to boys? Very short over here and marked. She didn't know she was different and she did struggle. I want to be a girl. I had that most of my life. I asked her about how she had dreams that she used to be a girl. Yesterday you mentioned something about when you had dreams as a teen that um, you were a girl in them. Can you tell me more about your dreams and what you saw? She told me that where she got all that was because she watched a lot of TV shows that had like really girly girls, I guess you could say, in them and that's where she kind of learned. She'd watch the shows with girls in them and then she'd have dreams that she was them. What did you think of that? Even now, like a lot of what we do, a lot of the things that we say, a lot of our actions, who we are, we get all that from media. I think that's just what we do as humans. Have you had that same experience looking to media to learn something? One time in particular was the transition from like middle school to high school. People that age are just so scared. Like, how is high school like? I remember me and my friends would watch so many videos, like in the beginning of August before September even started. What to do in high school, how to survive high school, what to do as a freshman, things like that. And now that I look back on it, I did look up to those videos. Like, that's how I learned. All high schools are different, obviously, and all communities are different. But yeah, some of it was pretty useful. Was the advice gendered? Some of it was gendered. On Twitter, a lot of people would say, and a lot of people still say this now, beware of guys in grade 11 and grade 12, guys who would want to hook up with younger girls. And obviously the younger girls would always be drawn to it because they're in grade 11 or 12 and girls would feel like they're popular or, or they're wanted in a place where usually they're considered like not important because they're in grade 9. They're just so, like, vulnerable. She told me that she'd always wanted to work as a bank teller. Did you want a specific job, like a teacher? Did you ever want to be anything that you felt like you couldn't be? A, a bank clerk. A bank clerk? Yeah. Why? She just said she'd always wanted to, but she never tried to get a job there. What do you think about how Lucy felt like she couldn't even try to be a bank teller? I thought that was pretty sad because it wasn't like she was telling me she wanted to be a doctor or something really out there. She wanted to be a bank teller. And the fact that like who she was was stopping her from becoming a bank teller. I wish that she'd got the opportunity to at least like try it once in her life and that's not what happened. Did you did you ever try to get a job as a bank clerk? I couldn't get a job. You couldn't get one? But people couldn't accept me. People couldn't accept you. I tried prostitution. You you tried prostitution? Yeah. She had a couple of friends who were actually prostitutes. And she said that she tried it, and then she quit after a bit. I asked her why she tried it. And why did you, why did you decide you wanted to try prostitution? Experiment. Were you in your 20s, 30s? 30s. I don't think she had a job after that. 
she said that, she thought that things were never going to be perfect for LGBTQ people. One thing she said that I still think about it, she said that you can't change other people's minds. A lot of the people she met in her life that looked down on her and thought that what she was doing was wrong, she told me it took her a while to realize that she couldn't ever change what they thought of her. But it also took her a while to realize that shouldn't stop her from coming out and being who she is. So in the end, for Lucy, it didn't really matter for her because there's more people who do support Lucy and people like Lucy and the LGBTQ community. Lucy didn't come out until she was a senior. How did you feel about that? I can't even imagine how scary and hard it was for Lucy back then when she didn't have people she could turn to. She didn't have the support of, for example, like the prime minister who just went to the pride parade. She didn't have like all these role models around her who stood up for her and who stood up for people like her. So I'm not shocked that it took her so long. Now it's hard for people. So back then it must have been almost impossible. I think that we're done, but thank you for talking to me. It was nice to hear what you had to say. The whole experience has just given me a perspective that I've never had before, especially because in Canada, I don't have any senior figures in my life because all my grandparents, they live in other countries. I don't have like a person that I can talk to who's a lot older than me, who's wise and who can give me advice and tell me about things they've gone through. I learned so much in so little time. What was it like for you to meet Lucy? When I found out that I was interviewing her, I was nervous because I didn't think that I'd be able to do what she's been through justice. The fact that she can tell me anything about her and be confident and strong while saying so, she's an inspiring person. I think that's what I can say. Meeting Lucy, if I learned anything at all, it was the one thing that I learned was that it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to sometimes feel like you haven't found yourself because you'll get there. She's really given me a new perspective on things and it was a beautiful experience. I'm really glad that we met. Strange and Familiar is a mammalian diving reflex project. Executive producer Eva Verity. Produced, edited, and mixed by Ellie Gordon Marshall. Theme music by Jess Tollison. Supported by the Government of Ontario. If you like this podcast, you'll probably like another one called Wisdoms. You can find it at brainchild.io and Apple Podcasts. I'm Leah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>